This episode of Stick Like Glue Radio is brought to you by Jim Palmer's Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program. Now is the time to create your dream business, and Jim Palmer is the perfect business coach to help you get that done. Jim offers three different coaching programs, and as a member of his mastermind group, you'll also benefit from the advice, wisdom, and inspiration of other successful entrepreneurs. This is a group of action takers, so if you're tired of slow to no growth and are ready to finally grow your dream business, go to www.dreambizcoaching.com. That's www.dreambizcoaching.com. Hi, it's Melanie Benson-Strick, America's leading small business optimizer, and you are listening to my good friend Jim Palmer on Stick Like Glue Radio. Welcome to Jim Palmer's Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Jim Palmer is a marketing and business building expert, author, speaker, and an in-demand coach. He's the founder of the Dream Business Academy and Dream Business Coaching and Mastermind Program. Jim is the host of Newsletter Guru TV, the hit weekly web TV show based on Jim's smart marketing and business building advice. Check it out at www.newsletterguru.tv. And now, please welcome the host of Stick Like Glue Radio, Jim Palmer. Well, hello there, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Stick Like Glue Radio. This is the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Those always great things in anybody's business. I'm your host, Jim Palmer, your dream business coach. As always, I'm committed to helping you build a more profitable business faster. I am really excited about this week's show. I get to reconnect with a friend of mine, a, a brilliant copywriter, Michelle P.W., and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let her pronounce her last name so I don't mess it up, but now then you'll understand why it's Michelle P.W. She is a best-selling author. She's written a few books on what we call love-based copywriting. We're going to talk about that. And it's, it, These books teach people how to write copy that attracts, inspires, and invites, and she's the owner of Creative Concepts and Copywriting LLC, the premier direct response copywriting and marketing agency through which she guides entrepreneurs in attracting more clients and boosting their business. You can grab your free love-based business kit at michellepw.com. I will point out there's only one L in Michelle in case you get lost. Hey, Michelle, thanks so much for uh, connecting with me again. It's been a while. It's been at least a couple years we were talking about. It has been a little bit. That's true. And uh, no coincidence that our mutual great friend Melanie was on the intro there. I think that was pretty timely. I know. I know. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> I did that to make you laugh. Anyway, get a chuckle out of you. So, <laughs> oh, and so, Parisa Wasik is how you pronounce my last name. Parisa Wasik. Okay, so PW is a lot easier for people, I guess. But yeah, exactly. So you're yeah. you. Now, I don't know if you dropped this or not, and notice it wasn't in the intro, but I've known you for so long as the Kaching marketing strategist. Is that still part of what you're doing? Or? No, I actually dropped that, too. It's interesting that you said that, yes. So, um, And you're the first one that actually noticed it. Well, I, there's a few people I follow, and you've been one of them, so I've... I've, I've uh, I have I actually I guess I haven't seen you uh promote that in a while so but I just thought I would ask everything evolves everything's always changing everything always evolves <laughs> So you know when it comes to writing your copy you know um 
there's there's certain things that a lot of people um, hang their hat on. So I'm interested to hear what uh, love-based copy is. And I know you have you had a book that came out um, October 2015, love-based copywriting system. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't you have another book, love-based copywriting? Uh, maybe the formula, if I remember right, something before then. Yeah, so uh, so I, I love that you're saying this. So basically, what happened was um, I, I um, well, I had an epiphany about the whole reason why uh, uh, fear-based or, or what's going on because I had so many people that would say to me over the years. Um, most of them were coaches or other sort of conscious entre- entrepreneurs, um, and they would say to me, Michelle, I just hate the hypey, salesy. Uh, you know, direct response copy. I know I'm supposed to use it. You know, that's what everyone says, but I hate the way it feels. Can you come up with something else? So, um, and I, and, and they, they named it for me too. They, they named it. They, so they were, they were very helpful. They were named it conscious on, or conscious copywriting or attraction copywriting. But, you know, nothing was really just sticking. And so I, I didn't do anything. And then finally, it was a year. It was, it was, um, I guess it was, yeah, it was a year ago. Uh, my friend Susan Liddy came out with a book, uh, Love-Based Marketing, and I looked at the Love-Based Marketing, and um, I said, and, and I thought to myself, Love-Based Copy, and that's when it all fell into place, because I realized that why so many people, and you and you listening to it might even be, have felt this too, why you don't, why so many people don't like traditional direct response copy, which of course is writing those long sales letters or you're scrolling down and forever going, how much is this stupid thing and does anybody actually read any of this? Um, or those emails that you click on, you know, you have a link to click on or those pages you go to when you want to get on a webinar, you have to put in your name and email address. All of that is direct response copy. And it's really necessary for your business because it really helps you leverage. It helps you leverage your time. It leverages your, your marketing dollar. It, re- it allows you to market one to many. But you don't like how it feels. You, it feels, you know, salesy, slimy, hypey, and authentic, not like you, you know, all of that stuff. Well, the reason why is because in order to compel anybody to take action, it doesn't matter if you're trying to get somebody to buy something or if you're trying to send your, you know, get your kids to go to bed on, at their bed hour, you have to actually engage their emotions. That's the only reason, that's the only way people will actually do anything. If you want to persuade somebody to do anything, you have to connect with their emotions. And you have a choice. You can choose to connect with fear-based emotions or you can choose to connect with love-based emotions. And all emotions out there are either under fear or love. So fear-based emotions include things like anger, grief, fear, anxiety, worry, um, shame, guilt, all of that stuff. And then love-based emotions include things like, you know, love, hope, connection, um, honor, you know, that kind of thing, you know, respect. Pleasure. That's all. That that all is, is under love based. So, in traditional direct response copywriting, both fear based and love based emotions exist. So, direct response copywriters will often um, trigger both. In fact, they'll trigger both in the same uh, sales letter. A lot of times, they'll trigger both fear and love. The problem is, every time you trigger fear, um, the whole thing turns into fear. It doesn't matter if only 10% fear, 90% love. It turns into 100% fear, and the fear actually kind of taints the love-based emotions. So, now when I when I have this explanation, I know that it's, it can sound, and I'm trying. I don't know. I'm not really sure how else really to talk about it because I'm trying to just name names and be clear about it. But 
it can feel a little judgy, judgmental to say, well, you know, we have fear and we have love. Um, because who wants to, do, who wants to do that with fear? So I just want to start off by saying that directors hunt copywriters who use fear-based emotions, uh, to, you know, trigger that and who teach that are not bad, evil people. They are simply, I mean, it works. That's why they did it. And directors hunt copywriters are very pragmatic folks. So, um, they are going to they, they 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 know what works. They're going to do what works, and they're going to tell you to do what works because, and the and the reality is is there is kind of a, a bit of a rinse and repeat with directors on copy. And so, if you just kind of follow their formula, it it would probably work for you, and it wouldn't it would cause you, you know, you wouldn't have to be recreating the wheel. So and so they are their hearts are in the right place. They are actually trying to help. It's just that they're trying to steer you down a path. If you're resisting to this, they're trying to steer you down a path that isn't fit for you, and that's why you're resisting. It's not that it's not that they aren't right, and it's not that their hearts aren't in the right place. It's just they're not. It's not the right answer for you. So, so love base, you can still sell perfectly well by just staying on the love base side. It just it does require some tweaks on how you think and view things. But um, there's but there, there's no question you can't you can't do that. So I I started off by writing a book, which was love based copywriting. I got it out last year August, and I had it was a, it was actually a big hit. I had all these people emailing me saying, Oh my God, you changed my life. Um, you gave me such peace. I mean now I kind of like you know sort of like dispelled like dug in, and really just talked about why. This direct response copywriting makes you feel the way it makes you feel, and so now it was like it was, and, and, and you have a choice. You have a choice between you know how you want to do this. So what happened though while talking about it, it was interesting because uh, you know I have a whole blog post and a whole other thing on this, which was I really, which is there is some value into releasing something that isn't perfect. So what I mean by that is is is, is the premise is still very solid. You know what I teach what I taught the first time around was very solid. But um, it was incomplete. I mean, it was flawed. There were things in it that I didn't go far enough. I, I needed, I really needed a second book, which was going into more of the nuts and bolts. I mean, there there were mistakes that I had made, but I didn't realize I had even made those mistakes until actually I got the book out and started and started promoting it, and then and started talking to people and started getting feedback from people. And then I realized there were things that I didn't, I didn't, you know, were, were incomplete that I didn't, I didn't, I, I could have talked more about. So so this past summer, I ended up finishing up my second book, which is Love-Based Copywriting System, which is very much nuts and bolts. It teaches you, like, how to write headlines and features and benefits and objections, you know, the whole bit. And then I actually redid the first book and uh, made it stronger and called it Love-Based Copywriting Method and released them both, you know, basically in October and here we are. So that's kind of the, the story. But now I'm in a much better place, and now the books the books really work very well. Well, thanks for being my guest on this episode. <laughs> that's quite a, quite a long answer there. You know, I, yeah, um, it was. But I, I I wanted to make sure it was like we had we were grounded, so people knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I'm just teasing. It's late in the day here, and I'm good. I've had a bunch of these calls. So listen, you know, a long time ago, many many moons ago, I learned from somebody who I think you count as a. Um, um, a mutual uh, mentor, Dan Kennedy, yeah. pointed out that you know in copywriting, and especially if you were to uh, witness commercials, whether they're 60 second or even longer infomercials, the whole problem agitate solution way of describing something. Now, with problem and agitate, is that likely to be fear-based yes. copy? So, okay. I, I love that you say that because yes, and uh, and um, 
So basically, this, this, this gets into my favorite part of it, which is the whole subject of pain. So, so you might have, you, maybe you didn't, but you, but um, I, I actually did not put pain under fear base because I don't believe pain belongs under fear base. I think pain is actually love based emotion. Um, it, there are people out there who were who are born and can't feel pain. And uh, they actually don't live very long because pain is like your body's way of of telling you there's something wrong. So, so you you need pain. I mean, you know, in this world, you know, whatever your belief system is, in this physical world, we need pain. We need pain to grow spiritually. We need, we need pain to grow emotionally. We need pain to, uh, you know, figure out what's going wrong, you know, wrong with us physically. It that's just the way it is. But. Suffering is another another uh, another choice. That's a choice, and exactly what Dan Kennedy teaches, and that is very very common copywriting, is to agitate the pain. When you agitate the pain, you turn it into suffering. Because what suffering is is it takes place in your head, and when you mix in a, a fear-based emotion like worry or anger or grief, or you know or anxiety or whatever it is, and it's all mixed in with the pain, and it turns it into suffering. And that's what he's actually doing, and that's what I mean. I mean, he, you know, I, I know Dan. I mean, you know Dan too. I mean, you know, I, I learned an awful lot from him, and he's one. Of, I mean, he's a good guy. I think his heart is 100% in the right place, and he's teaching fear-based copy. So, but he's not an evil guy. He's just that's what he's teaching. And if if he and I were ever have a conversation about this, he would probably laugh at me, which is fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's then that's and that you know that's you know I'm all about choice. That's one of the things right. about love-based is to, is to keep in mind. Love-based, you're really about choice. Fear-based is when you go running after people and try to pursue them and twist their arms and yank them into your sales cycle, and when you really feel like the ends justify the means. So it doesn't matter how you get them into your program. Just get them into your program, and your program can do the work. That is fear-based because you're kind of trying to take the choice out of it. Love-based is when you can stand there and you can give, you can educate people. There's nothing wrong with educating people and and clearly stating what the consequences of their choice are. But then you take, but then you keep, you, you shut your mouth and you let them decide. You don't try to twist their arms and sway them one way or the other. You simply explain what's going on and then you and you give them space to make a decision. And that's the difference. Between, that's that's probably one of the key differences between love and fear. Hmm. So in uh, doing a little research for our call, I know I know that you state uh, there's three foundational pieces that you need to have in place in order to craft some good love-based copy. Can you share what those are? Yeah. So first is knowing. Um, so it's it's knowing who your ideal clients are. So that's that's really important because if you don't know who you're talking to, it's going to be really hard to do all of that. And I prefer the term ideal client because. Um, because I feel like you know, if you go with target market or niche markets, that's very externally driven, and you don't. And in order to really be able to write to somebody, you really need to know them, you know, on a deep level. You know, like know what their what their values are, what their core beliefs are. Um, you know, so the more like almost like the psycho, you know, the the the, the psych the psycho. Um, I just blanked on this, but instead of just knowing like um, the the demographic, you really get into kind of the psychographics. So um, it's it's really getting deep into that. And then the second thing is what I just talked about, which is pain. Because it's like, and once you know who your ideal clients are, you know you know what their pain is. Or another way I like to talk about it is what's keeping them up at night. Because I feel like for a lot of people, you know, we don't, we, you know, we're, you know, especially conscious entrepreneurs and 
heart-centered entrepreneurs. I mean, they, you know, you're here to transform the world and make a difference and take people away from pain. So the last thing you really want to be doing is poking at pain. Um, so if you look at it more like what's keeping them up at night, it, it turns it around a little bit. I mean, the reality of the situation is your ideal clients are in pain. I mean, you, you, you could you, you could not talk about it all you want, but that doesn't change the reality, which is they are truly in pain and they truly need your product or service in order to get out of pain. And so I feel like it's my belief that it's actually disrespectful to not talk about their pain because it's kind of dishonoring. I mean, think about it. They are in pain. If you simply ignore it or gloss over it, how, does it, how do you think that makes them feel? So I don't think there's anything wrong with respectfully bringing it up, but then just respectfully bringing it up without agitating it. That's the difference. And then the third piece of this, this is the hard, this is actually the hardest piece, I think, which is your come from or your mindset. Because the reality of the situation, there's a few reasons why fear-based copy is actually easier to write than love-based copy. And one of them is is because if you personally are in are 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 in fear based you know are you know are in a fear based emotion, then it's really really hard to be in love based. So for instance, if you are in scarcity, and we're all there, so it's nothing it's nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, everyone anyone who's had a business <laughs> has had financial problems. Um, I mean, it you just it just comes with the territory. So you know, a launch doesn't go as well as you wanted. You know, so, you know, stuff happens, um, and and some people have more dramatic, but it, it you know, it's it's it, it is what it is. Right. So, but but when you're when when you're facing that, when you have you know, you're trying to, you know, you you know, you're very you know, you're very worried about making, you know, paying your mortgage next month, and then you had a like a one-on-one client. Uh, you know, say yes to you, and then and then two days later, send you that dreaded email that says they changed their mind. You know, what are you going to do? You're probably going to panic a little bit, and you might send them back an email that's a little bit shaming or guilting because you're because you're running after them because you you're lost it and you really were counting on that money. So it's it and, and it, that's just that's that's totally normal, and it's and it's and and those things happen. And so there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just something to be noticed of. So, but if you truly want to kind of stay in the love base, as hard as it can be, is you have to you have to not do that. You have to your mindset and your come from needs to be from a place of abundance and a place of um, you, you know of giving people that, that stepping back and giving them that space to make the choice and realizing if they did leave. I mean, there's no reason why you can't send them an email to. Uh, you know, to respectfully try to save the sale, uh, but without any, but but as much as you, but you, but if you, but without tipping into like shaming or guilting them. I mean, certainly asking them, you know, something like, okay, so I get it that you're not going to, if you're you're not going to get the help with me, you need with me, but may I ask where you're going to get that help? Um, so, or are you just not going to, are you just decided that you're not going to change, you're not going to make the changes? You know, something like that, where you can kind of take yourself out of it is very, is, is really important. So, uh, another, another way I like to talk about it a little bit is like if you're in the middle of a launch, here's a, here's a good way to explain it. So this, let's say you're in a launch, and let's say you really want 50 people to buy. That's your minimum. And let's say 20 people buy, and you're going, oh no, um, I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. So you get you get all kind of you know mushed up into uh, scarcity thinking. So if you if you aren't aware that this is going to happen, 
you're going to probably tip over and start sending out emails that are a little bit more, you know, full of shame or guilt or false urgency or, or whatever in order to try and get, the, you know, try to arm twist and get those final sales. And um, if you, but if you don't, so let's say you, you you hold the course, even if it's scary. Let's say you stay in abundance and stay in everyone's, and you and you don't do that, and you just let the chips fall where they may. What may end up happening is instead, you, you maybe you only did get the 20 sales, but then what ends up happening is you get like a couple VIP clients who more than make up for the amount of money you would have had if you had 50 people in the course. But those wouldn't have come in the door if you had switched over to the fear-based. See, that's the difference. So it's so being committed and not attached, or as much as possible, just not being not being so attached to a specific number. Like I need X, I need I need this to happen. Like I need 50 sales for my launch. You know, the more you hang on to something like that, the harder it is to really stay in sort of the love-based abundance mindset, so that you really allow, um, you know. You really allow things to come to you as they're as they're supposed to come to you, which I know sounds a little woo, but it actually does work. But if you start screwing around with sort of the fear base and that kind of marketing, it's it's not going to you're, you're going to um, it's it's not going to it's not going to flow quite as easily. Does that makes sense. What's the? It does make sense. Um, I mean, it really is about the abundant mindset versus poverty yeah. mindset, and and. It, Wherever you are, I mean, that affects everything, how you write copy, how you approach calls and conversations and things like that. Um, and, you know, it, again, it, not to be woo-woo, but I, it does. It definitely has an attracting, whether it's the vibrations or whatever it is, being in that mindset has produced more results than, than being fear-based, so I totally right. get that. So how does someone get into the, you know, what's the what's the easiest or fastest way to get started writing love-based copy if someone's been for maybe no fault of their own, just kind of always going on fear-based, like, you know, especially coming into tax season, you'll see a lot of accountants use, oh, my God, you're leaving thousands on the table. Stop, you know, there's all fear-based type headlines. How do you how do you make that switch over? Well, it's interesting. Um, I think one of the ways to do that is to try to, you know, there's a – it's funny because I'm talking to somebody at the time that, that's on this. I think the idea is to look at – at the at the other choices about about instead of just talking about selling you know exactly like the whole um, saving I'm trying to I haven't I haven't have a tax one so I'm trying to think of a good way to do that but I mean you could still talk about saving money but maybe not do it in such that fear based like oh my god you you know, or you're like or you're an idiot if you don't do this or um, or 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 some other like the government's going to come out to get you that's that's getting more into fear, but I mean, if you if you approach it more like, hey, you know, you 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 know, if you approach it more in the sort of the saving money, I don't have quite the right words right now. That's there's nothing wrong with that. I think that that's just what you need to do is just watch where you, instead of like where is watch where you're going with it, because saving money certainly can be a love based thing. It's just the energy that you put behind it. If you're going to put a lot of fear and scaring, you know, to try to get them to come, that's not. Um, and then to try to switch it instead to be more respectful and honorable to what they're doing, what they're going for. So, Michelle, you've been in this space as long as me or longer than me. I'm not sure. But what's going on with the whole email? I mean, is it just getting harder and harder to get open rates and, you know, with the spam filters and things like that? Yeah, I think that's part of it. I mean, it seems it's interesting because I do feel like, you know, the the thing is, is um, well, there's a couple things. I mean, 
yes, you have people who are more savvy and and all this other stuff. But I, the other thing is the tools that, because people are so tired of spam, the tools that they're using um, are actually causing, are actually, um, are actually moving, you know, are, are, are like not allowing you to see all the different emails. So, um, like Gmail is one. Like if you don't, if, you know, for, for people who have Gmail accounts, if somebody's on your list and they don't interact with your emails, Gmail will just simply shift them to the promotional tab eventually. And, you know, it doesn't matter if they want to see if if they if they've even whitelisted it. Gmail just takes it upon themselves to shift it over after a few months. So that's part of what's what's happening is the tools have gotten smarter because people complain so much about it. So obviously, if if, if your stuff isn't ending up in the main email, then it's going to be harder for people to see that. So. Um only got gosh darn it that went by fast. Let me ask, let me get one more question here. <laughs> um, <laughs> some good stuff. So you know, I I I really it's a pretty good primer course. Um, so I I want to encourage everybody to get uh, Michelle's book. So you know, we've talked a lot about copywriting, the type of copywriting, the whole love based thing. How does that translate into uh, writing headlines? Right. So are those uh, love-based also, in other words, oh, it's kind yeah. of all or nothing? Or? No, no, yeah, everything's got to be. So, I mean, so with the love, with the with the headlines that are more love-based, I feel like um, that, actually, I don't feel like there's a lot of, a lot of headlines, um, I think most headlines actually are more love-based. I think where, the, where, they, where, where a lot of copy from, actually, from good copywriters turns fear-based is usually an introduction where they talk about the pain and they start agitating it. I think that's where... I think that's where things fall down, but because mo- most—I mean, not all—but most headlines, um, I think, I, I don't think are necessary because most headlines are really are really about hope. So, because it, it's really like if they're you know like give me three days and I'll show you how to um, you know save you know work three days a week and make you know a thousand dollars more more a month or something. I, I mean, the, you know that's that's kind of a you, you know, we've all kind of seen a headline like that before. I mean, that that on its own is not really is not inherently fear-based. Because I mean, you're 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 because that's kind of what people want. You know, they want whatever it is. Now, if you go if you if you over exaggerate, if you put something in your headline that is just not attainable or only attainable for a few people, then you're promising false hope, and that is fear-based. But if you're simply staying with something that it, that is true. And really does happen, then there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's the other thing too to, to think about with love base is, is just be truthful. <laughs> if you, um, you know, the, if you feel like you have to lie or exaggerate, then you're probably getting into fear. But if you can just stay with the truth, then you're you you know there's, you're you're doing okay. So, and people will respect that. So it's it's not. Um, so I don't I don't really see that it's it's you know that that that's much of a problem but that's but that's kind of where I would see with the headlines because headlines really are about the the better ones are either really are either about curiosity they're about a story or they're about kind of showing you what's possible and so then you're kind of reading more because you're like oh my god I've got this problem and I really want to see what their solution is very cool. Hey, Michelle, it's been really great connecting with you, and I'm sure people want to learn more about you. And uh, I guess all your books are on Amazon, or how else can uh, yes, they are on them? Amazon Kindle. So, uh, so yes, you can you can totally get them. And then I do have a love based copywriting template. Now, 
I have to admit, it's that's totally free, and it will give you kind of, you know, it'll help you get started with the love base. Um, it does work better with the books. <laughs> so, but the so if you bought the books too with the template, you would get a much fuller fuller um, uh, picture. But you know, if you want to just start with the template, you can certainly do that. And where do they get that? That is at lovebasedcopywritingbooks.com, or um, copywriting book, sorry, lovebasedcopywritingbook.com forward slash template. Very cool. And your main website, is that Michelle PW? Yeah, michellepw.com. Very cool. And it's with one L. And one L, yes. Okay. Um, Michelle, thanks again, man. It was really, really great connecting with you. Well, thank you for having me. I was really had My a lot pleasure. of fun. Cool. I wish we had more time. I'll have to get you back here in a little while. Yes, that'd be great. In, in more depth. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special episode of Stick Like Glue Radio with the author of Love-Based Copywriting Systems, Solutions, Formulas. There's going to be a dozen books all based on love-based copywriting with the awesome Michelle P.W. And Stick Like Glue Radio, remember, that is the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more, all great things. Be sure to check out my next Dream Business Academy. That is uh, taking place May 4th, 5th, and 6th in beautiful San Diego. Uh, you can get all the information at Dream Biz Academy, Dream B-I-Z Academy. That is a wrap for this week. Stay tuned next week, same time, for the next great episode of Stick Like Glue Radio. Until then, keep taking action, keep moving forward, and don't ever, ever, ever give up. Now go out there and do something nice for somebody today. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Stick Like Glue Radio features Jim Palmer's unique brand of smart marketing and business building advice for action-oriented entrepreneurs. To make sure you don't miss a single profit-boosting show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and www.getjimpalmer.com. To learn more about Jim's Dream Business Coaching and Mastermind program, visit www.dreambizcoaching.com. That's www.dreambizcoaching.com. If you know other entrepreneurs looking for the fastest way to hire profits in their business, please tell them about the Stick Like Glue radio podcast. Now, go and implement what you've learned and boost your profits. See you next week for more Stick Like Glue radio.